You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 72 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this is episode two of Quarantine. Uh, this one should go a lot better, we're thinking. Um, what do you mean by that? What was wrong with the last one? Well, I, I, I'm not 100% sure. You know, a little technical difficulties, but... No, you know, I don't think anything, you know, when it... When it uh, the, the listeners don't didn't hear any technical difficulties. It was more on our end, you know? I didn't that, actually see you on the screen for the entire time. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that's, that's just what I'm talking about. Hopefully it just goes... A little more smoother. Um, I was very happy with the sound quality, though. I gave it a listen back, and it, you wouldn't even have known. If no, you mentioned it. You really didn't. That was that was pretty impressive. I uh, I like the way this is uh, this is all working out. Yeah, uh, I mean, never have to see you in person again. Well, except for softball and basketball. <laughs> well, we're never gonna play those again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this is an indoor country now, <laughs> or world. I don't... Well, you know, that's that's honestly what we as Americans do best. So yeah. we're gonna we we should survive this quarantine if we got rid of some idiots, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, well uh, uh, enough of the quarantine talk. We'll jump into some Vikings news. Last time we talked was Tuesday. Talked about trading Diggs, uh, extending Cousins, getting rid of uh, a couple other guys. Um, then Wednesday came about, and we 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 needed one guard, and now we need two. Uh, yeah, we cut Josh Klein, which. Kind of a shocker. I did. Yeah. Did anyone see that coming? It's, not, not me. I mean, clearly not us, because we talked about him being uh, like a better guard, and we got to replace Alfine before we even talked about replacing Klein. Yeah, no one really talked about replacing Klein. It was like, oh, that was a good signing last year. He played solid, not spectacular. Um, then there was also like confusion on how much money you save if you cut him. So it looked like it was way less, which turns out it was actually like three and a half million. So, but I just. For a team that has such a bad offensive line and really needed to improve on left guard, now you need to improve on right guard. Yeah, so, and, and like I guess that kind of I don't know maybe that either says a lot about what they feel like they have on the roster, whether like maybe Kubiak can maybe play to some of the strengths of Elfline, or he sees Samia as the guy to take over at right guard and is looking to replace Pat Elfline. Um, yeah. I feel like maybe part of it's like Klein wasn't a perfect fit. So it was like, okay, you were here for a year. You were good, not great. You're just not worth like whatever he was going to get paid maybe. I don't, it's, yeah. I don't, I don't like to pretend like we know more than the team. So it's like they must have known something. Like were they concerned with injuries? Were they just this, didn't like the fit? Like I don't know. Yeah. Just didn't see it coming. The, maybe the concussion. Maybe since it was when he missed his time, it's concussions. Maybe that's kind of something. That right. They're, they're just uh, like, we don't want to like lock into this guy when we were worried about he's a couple more big hits and he's not going to be around. Like I, just, yeah, yeah. a couple more. Maybe it could be one more. You know. Right. Um, so and it, cer- it, it's it not- certainly didn't help the sky is falling crowd though. Like no. we were, people are already panicking, and then it's like we just cut Josh Klein. It's full rebuild time. It's over. Shut it down. Yeah, because so. you, you look at the available free agents. Uh, I've got a list of like 10 or 11 right here, just strictly guards. And like you kind of get to the bottom of the list, and I just kind of look for, you know, zone fit guards. Yeah. And like 
don't know, there's not a lot of them. <laughs> the best one's probably Josh Klein, although I don't know if he was ever, like, the great zone fit, but, like, he, he was solid. Yeah, there, there's two other guys who I would pre- – three uh, that I would probably put ahead of them on this list. So who do you got? Um, uh, available for guards. Uh, Which got, we need two of them. Make he, that clear. Like, we're not done with this Pat Elfline joke. Like, No, and, like, uh, I'll start from the top, and the the top is Ron, Le- Ron Leary. Ron Leary, yeah, yeah. What was he, uh, a cowboy then? I think he played for the Broncos or something? Broncos, yep. It was yeah. just on the Broncos, so, you know, kind of has that... Uh, and, and the Cowboys, and, and like kind of has that zone gap scheme. You know, the uh, the Cowboys like to run some zone and mix in some zone. And the Broncos play. certainly do. Yep. Um, then then you got Michael Person, who was recently cut by the Niners. Um, so obviously, really good zone fit uh, right there. I would agree on both those two that they are both upgrades over Klein and way upgrades over Elfline. Yeah. Then you um, said you had one more. And, and this one is uh, like. Just from what I hear, Michael Schofield still yeah. available. Uh, he was our guy early. Yeah, and I think so. Like him, him, and, him and Klein, it's probably you know a horse apiece. Schofield probably a better zone fit though. Yeah, he, I assume younger. I think he's uh, younger. Yeah, I think I think only about like a year or two though. Okay, okay. Um, and then you kind of start getting to the likes of uh, Evan Evan Bain. Okay. Bo, yep. John uh, Blank. Never heard of her. Yeah, uh, played in Miami and Arizona the last couple of years. She um, sounds hideous. <laughs> but but again, zone scheme. Fits okay. The zone. Okay. Uh, Max Garcia. Heard of him? Okay. Uh, drafted by Gary Kubiak in the fourth really? round. Really? Uh, yep. Oh. 2015. So that 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 stood out. Uh, I feel you know, like he's a potential target, and he's got. Uh, I, he reminds me of uh, uh, who's, who's the guy Brent Jones that we had. Yeah, that we still have. Well, yeah. we don't have him, but there's talk. I've heard a lot of local guys say we're trying to bring him back. I'm sure for like vin- minimum, but yeah, Brett Jones. Yeah, he. Uh, uh, both of those, both guard center capable. So right. um, maybe maybe he's somebody we go after. Uh, another uh, name that uh, I started looking up was. Uh, uh, Kevin Pamphil from Tennessee. Uh, he was brought in and was going to fight for a job with uh, rookie Nate Davis last year. Okay. Uh, seems seems to be a pretty good zone fit, and I, I kind of you know did some research on him. By that I mean I looked him up on Google. Uh, Obviously, and <laughs> he uh, I don't know, he, he seems to kind of be like a, a high upside kind of like six six guy. So um, maybe that's something working out some technique zone fit. Uh, maybe well, I do. Be... I, like I feel like the whole Kubiak zone scheme system is taking like lesser linemen but fit the system and like making them better because of that. So like I could totally see us doing this. Like okay, we cut Klein and we sign like a couple random nobodies, but we think we can get more out of them than people can. Like other teams could get out of them and get by that way, but. Yeah, and that's why, like, when, like, looking them up, it's not like there's a bunch of guys in between these guys either, but, like, you got to you gotta leave off, like, the Michael Upatis and yeah. stuff like that, where he's clearly probably better than Max Garcia and Kevin Panfield, but... He can't move. Yeah, he's 350 pounds. He's just a pounds. mauler. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you got uh, another Miami-Arizona guy, Ted Carson. Uh, 
Then you got uh, Jordan Devy, who started for the Niners back uh, in 2016 when they weren't good. Um, really scraping so, the bottom of the barrel there. So, you know, you take it or leave it. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, and Ryan Gray from uh, the Chargers in Buffalo. Uh, another, like, seven or eight guy, but just if you're looking for zone fit, that's, that's kind of what you get, though. Like, we're I, down to, we need two linemen, and you want guys to fit the zone scheme. You're going to have to end up, you might end up with Ted Carson and Max Garcia. Well, and it's, I just, people are all worried how are we going to fill these holes. Well, these kind of guys you're listing, I know they're not great, but they're not going to cost you much at all. I mean, even no. even the guys third, fourth down, you could probably get Josh Klein back for not a lot, you know, and so. If, if you, uh, if, if you like pro football focus uh, and, and trust in them, he was their 40, Josh Klein was their 48th ranked guard last year so you're and i don't know who's our we always forget his uh our offensive line coach's name so i won't even try and say it rich uh, rick rick it's not scrangello uh see we always do this mm-hmm. you keep uh, talking i'll look it up but uh but rico dennison th- rick dennison R- okay yep. i just always think about when zimmer kept calling him rico Rick okay. Dennison. Rick Dennison. But, but you're telling me Dennison and Kubiak, you give a, you give them like two or three of these guys, they can't make a, a 50th ranked pro football focus guard. Yeah, like a, like a bottom half starter. Like because there's 60 starting guards or 64. So he was like in the 40, 50 range. It's like, okay. What? Josh Klein, it was weird that we caught him, but it's not like he was a beast. So as long as you get someone in that's similar to him like we'll be okay like maybe you can get one for a million instead of four million so until but until we start filling the holes people are just going to continue to freak out yeah Uh, and and, you know we got how much like 13 million in space now after yeah after the client adjustment they did the hunter restructure which another thing we should talk about which hunter i see a lot of people on twitter commenting just like kendrick's last year like what a guy what yeah. a guy. What Another a, what reason is, to love Daniel yeah. Hunter. You're the last guy. Daniel Hunter's the last guy that should have done this. What a hero. Yeah. Uh, he did nothing. He that, that ability to move his base to a signing bonus is just built into the contract. He actually ended up getting paid sooner. Like He didn't take a pay cut. This isn't an Everson Griffin last year situation. Which actually, Everson Griffin made out like a bandit because he's probably going to get paid a shit ton now on the open market. So, like, his restructure, which lowered the years because he had that void in there, it should end up working because he bet on himself. You know, he was like, I think I'm going to do good. But anyways, back to Hunter. He took uh, a bunch of his base salary, moved it to a signing bonus, spread it out. And by spread it out, it's, uh, he's now got, like, a $22 million cap hit in 2022. Yeah, it's, like, $17 million, $17 million, and then, like, really, really high in the yeah, last one. So. But So his cap hits are actually, like, what he should be because his contract is ridiculously low paid compared to what he could have got i think Clowney wants 20 million a year and hunter gets like 14 15 million a year so. yeah and i'd rather have hunter based yeah. on age and production yeah so but it did open up what six million in cap space yep yep so we're uh, at like you said like 13 million and that is before if you consider i mean it sounds like we're shopping anthony harris yep tack uh, on another 11 and a half 11 mil. so you'd be in the 20 range so when you're talking like can we sign a free agent yeah if you traded even like you know trading Harris for a player and signing them. It's all very possible if you have 20 million in cap space. So, and you could you could also, you know, extend Anthony Harris mm-hmm. and have his like 
cap hit only be like six or seven million this year. Yep. And you still save four and a half mil. Yep. And now you're up to like seven. Like so you can certainly add a guard and uh you know a cornerback. So I just it's all these people bitching when it's like there's 30 days in you know this off season or how many there is, but like we're day two. Like calm down, day day six or whatever we're at. But yep. it's like let's let everything. F- if we go into the season with this roster, yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, and it's not like it's, you know, free agency for 30 days, the draft, two weeks of training camp, preseason, game time. You know, it's not like the offseason only lasts three months. It, you know, it's football, if it ever comes back, is six months away. Right. Like, I just, it, I think we talked after the podcast just how we, it was reminding me of all the Twins fans that were like, why aren't the poll ads doing anything? We have this, like, we have money. We're just doing nothing. This team's a joke. We're on the cusp of winning, and we just do nothing. And then we trade for, or do we straight up sign Josh Donaldson? We straight up sign Josh Yeah, Josh it's Donaldson. like, I know we wanted a pitcher and whatnot, but, like, as soon as we got him, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Never mind. This well, team is sweet. It's like, s- calm down. Tomorrow we could trade for Trent Williams, or we could sign Ronald Leary and someone else. Like, I know that might not be some big, huge names, but... We're not done yet. Like, we didn't cut Josh Klein to start, just just give the job to Drew Samia. I guarantee you there'll be competition there. Exactly. Just because we we struck out on the ace pitcher doesn't mean yeah. we're not going to sign a fucking home run hitter. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We're, 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 gonna, we're, just, we're just, like, it just, just, like, change of direction speaking. Yeah, it's like sometimes you got to uh, alter your plan here, you know? Like, I feel like... And, and I don't I, even know if anything hasn't gone according to plan, except for that they haven't gone to take her for Anthony Harris, maybe? Like, they knew they were cutting Rhodes. They knew they were cutting Linval. They knew they weren't getting Waynes back. They clearly weren't that interested in getting Mac back. Or they would have, because we haven't talked about some of these guys yet, but, like, they didn't get huge contracts, at least some of them. I feel like Wayne's got a huge fucking contract. Yeah, yeah, Wayne's got a huge deal. But, um, um, we'll but like, and even Diggs, they clearly knew, we're going to trade this guy if we get the right offer. So, like... Even with the Twins, where they entered the market and clearly wanted a ace pitcher, and then they all signed, and they're like, "All right, fuck it, let's go get a, let's just add to a strength to a strength." Like, oh. I don't even know if the Vikings are deviating yet from their plan, but like, there's plenty of players out there and plenty of draft picks. Let's let it all play out before we all just start act like it's fucking retooling, rebuilding, whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. retooling for sure. I mean, there's definitely changes. And, and so that just, I mean, that just kind of brings me up to. Uh, the, the next signing that happened, the Vikings signed Michael Pierce. Uh, yeah, our only signing outside free agent, yep. I believe. Yep. No uh, tackle. Three we, years, $27 million. Um, we, And I feel like he is like the the change of direction signing, honestly. Because Michael Pierce is a bit, like, a, I don't know, a bigger name, or at least for me. Like, he's very good. He's very good at what he does. You know, he's a nose tackle, so he's just the anchor. Uh, but he's very good at that and maybe the the cornerback market was a little more abundant than what they thought you know maybe they 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 thought they could get Wayne's back for like eight million but they couldn't maybe Mm -hmm. and even Mac maybe or just straight up didn't like Mac but maybe they just changed the direction it's like you know what Michael Pierce the mark the market for Michael Pierce is not what it should be let's go get him and then let's let's go from there. Yeah. So now they're just that's why it's been quiet for a couple of days. Now they're like, all right, we got Michael Pierce. Now how do we want to fill this roster as everyone else is shoveling money elsewhere? Yeah, it's yeah, I because I don't think me or you really thought nose tackle as like the first big swing. Like we kind of thought Linval's getting cut. We think we both agreed on that, and we were like, uh, 
let's just let Shamar and Armin Watts and Jaleel all kind of rotate in that spot. Thought we well, had the nose tackle on roster. Yeah, like, and not a good one, but like a by committee, yeah. like yeah, serviceable. Well, clearly Zimmer's like, no, I need a good nose tackle. Linval is at this point, you know, he's he's not what he was, and we're not going to pay him what he's getting paid. He ended up going to the Chargers. Is Pierce? The same age that Linval was when we brought Linval in. So or Pierce, I believe, older? is twenty seven. I think yeah. Linval. I mean, he was it was six. I mean, it's both of them are after their first contract. So this is their second contract in the NFL. So they're twenty six to twenty seven. I'm sure in that range. Yep. It's basically like a younger, better Linval. So remember what we got with Linval when he first got here. That's like what you hope you're getting with Pierce. And to me, like a lot of people bitching that the Vikings haven't done anything yet, like. He's a pretty solid free agent out there, like a B level. He's not like a top of the market guy. Yeah, like, like think, he's very he's one of the best nose tackles in the league. I think Pierce is gonna surprise people because I think Michael Pierce is better now than what Linval was when he got here. I I, be, yeah, I, think, I think so. Linval really I feel like established himself more here than with New York. Pierce is already established. Like he's He's already, going to be more disruptive. He's yep. going to take double teams, which t- you know, takes double teams away from Hunter. Or if you're going to double Hunter, you've got a man right up the middle who's going to help create pressure when you want to do those double A-gap blitzes. I mean, it's just, it, it opens so many more doors when you do have a more dominant nose tackle. And I think, you know, well, we, we underestimated it in the defense. I, I think I, I think both, I think we both did. Like we kind of, and I've read, I was, I think it was Jeremiah Searles said that like Zimmer's defense doesn't work unless you have a good nose, which Again, I don't I don't know enough about the X's and O's to know why that is, but you did pay all that money to Kendrickson Barr. You kind of want to keep linemen off of them, so let this guy eat up blocks and let those two that are hopefully going to make some plays for you do yep. that and keep Hunter from getting you know protection slid his way. You got a yeah. big three hundred fifty pounder in the middle. They got to put two on him. And our run D sucked last year, so you know that hopefully helps solve that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so somebody showed a Twitter thread. It might have been Nick Olson of what Pierce brings to the table. Uh, and, you know, he, he was showing a lot of plays where, you know, he was eating up like Joe Th- Joe Thune and Shaq Mason against the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, good lineman. Yeah, and, but, like, he was doing his job as a nose and he wasn't making the play. Or he'd be like on the backside of the play, yep. and you'd get people bitching like, "Well, he wasn't even he wasn't even around the ball carriers, like, eating up dude, three blockers." <laughs> yeah, he just ate up Joe Thune in their center or Shaq Mason in their center, and you want to bitch about him not getting the tackle? No, oh, those people—they just don't—they don't know. They don't know any better. They're the same people that think Daniel Hunter's like taking a pay cut to help our cap space. Oh. What's funny too is I saw nothing but praise for Hunter for Kirk Cousins. Everyone's like, "We extended this asshole." It's like. I mean, he also did not take a pay cut. He took, he got an extension, but like his cap hits lower. So yeah. I don't now, know. I don't know, and saved us enough money to sign Michael Pearson, another guy. I mean, he saved us ten million. I mean, yeah, Michael and, Pearson, again, another guy. He didn't guy. do it, but at least he, he actually did more because it, it was an extension than Hunter did. Hunter did nothing but just move the way he gets paid around. Yeah, Same amount like, of money. It's just different timing on it. It's not it's like actually, he tacked on a twenty-eight million dollar year. Yeah, you know, and so. just moved a bunch of money to make it a thirty-five million dollar cap hit. Right, um, um, but yeah, back to so yeah, Pierce signed nose. Uh, what do you got next? What do you kind of what was the next move that happened? Uh, next move. So we'll talk a little bit. Uh, do we want to go with available three techs now that we have? A, yeah, because we talked. 
We got our nose. Three tech. What do you see as the three tech right now? Who do you think is the number one candidate in house? Finding the right pros for home projects can be tough and spark a lot of questions like, how do I find a pro who can help? Will they do a good job? Will I get a fair price? That's where HomeAdvisor can help. From leaky faucets to major remodels, HomeAdvisor connects you to the right pro for the job in seconds and even helps you get a fair price. Read reviews, check project cost guides, and book appointments. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free HomeAdvisor app to start your next project. To, like if we don't, if nothing happens at free agency, we can talk about those guys and talk about the draft. There's a few in the draft, but if I'm saying who's the starting three check, I'm going to say on, obviously on early downs, I think it's Shamar, just like last year. They're going to go run stopper. I'm surprised. I'm surprised I, like Klein was cut and Shamar wasn't, but again, I don't know what, what these guys know. They love Shamar. But yeah, how about like the Russian three tech? Gut, gut, or, uh, you know, just. From what I want to see, I want to see Armin Watts. That's that's my guy too. Like I feel like I've moved completely away from like Hercules and even Jaleel and stuff. And like, Armin I, Watts seems like the guy. If you're asking me who I want, it's uh, Armin Watts. But honestly, I see it being Jaleel Johnson. Okay, okay. Just because I don't know, he seemed to perform a little better at the end of the year, uh, and he might be. You know, I mean, he's been a Zimmer guy. You know, he's still around. I, yeah, it's, he's yeah. Well, this is probably his last year, I would think, until his, think so, his, his yeah. contract's up. I would say, as far as like, I think my favorite is Armand Watts, as far as just upside in general. And then I would say Jaleel, and then Jalen Holmes. Like, Jalen Holmes seems to kind of just hasn't shown much at all, but he is super long. And like, if you could actually do, maybe develop him a little more, and then obviously Hercules has fell way out of favor. Shamar is really just like a run stuffing early down three tech. So yeah. Let, what what do you got in the free agency market? I mean, uh, the only thing that's different with the defensive tackle spot is I feel like we've invested a good amount that they might want to go with the young guys. Like, you do have Julio Johnson, fourth-round pick, Jalen Holmes, third-round pick, Armin Watts. He was a sixth, but he showed, like, he's worth... I feel like he was, like, a fourth-round pick. He yeah, and he's, like... talent to be a fourth or early And fifth. he's proven that you should at least, like, develop him. Like, at least get him some playing time, so... And then yeah. you have Shamar Stefan, who's going to get snaps. So, but who else do you have out there? There's actually, like... I don't know, it all it, it all depends on what you like for three techs. I, uh... I, I feel like there is an, an abundance of guys. If we okay. were paying Shamar Stefan five and a half million dollars this year... Um... Like, and his is that what his cap hit is, or is yeah, that... no? I think his cap hits five and a half this year. That's disgusting. I know. I'm going to double check that because I can't imagine that my boy Brzezinski would do such a. I think a... I think it's five and a half this year. That's gross. Um, okay, continue. Who do you? But got? Uh, uh, Mike Daniels, uh, more more of the bigger name fella. Yeah, uh, cut last year by the Packers, signed by Detroit. I mean, he's clearly on the like back end of his career, but yep. someone that could come in and, and you know apply some pressures. Yeah, uh, Timmy Jernigan, uh, Philadelphia. Five million uh, cap hit, so. Not, okay, sorry, sorry, not five Yeah, and you half, should apologize five. for, you know, <laughs> ugh, that is rough. Okay. Um, that, I mean, doesn't that mean he's playing? It's got, it, it has to be. I, I mean, honestly think that when we're looking at the three-tech, this is who they're going with. They decided they'd rather get a better nose, and they're going to let the young guys and Shamar, like, Shamar's clearly going to come off the field probably, or, or slide over and take... Pierce's job on like third and long so it's Shamar and Jaleel or Shamar and Armin Watts or Shamar and I don't know if you slide a DN in but go ahead and continue on the vets but you're paying that fucker five million yeah and you and you've 
you've determined we want to continue to pay him five million because you could have caught him and probably saved I don't know half of it or a chunk of it, or so. maybe you could have. You never know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sure I saw you at least had the ability. Okay, um, who do you got? So the first so one you said was uh, Mike, Mike Daniels. Daniels. Gotcha. Timmy, okay. J- Timmy Jernigan. Hey, that guy has always been good when he's on the field. He's just he's constantly on injured, constantly injured. So yep. somebody could buy low one. I think he's played a total of like nine games the last two He's years. like identical to his teammate, Ronald Darby. Like good when he's healthy, and they're never healthy. So. Yep. Um, Jimmy Turnigan. Uh, who? Jimmy Turnigan. We did our mock-up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Jimmy Turnigan. <laughs> yeah. Um, then you got uh, Marcus Hunt. Uh, oh, yeah, the athletic the freak. From, yeah, from uh, from Indianapolis. So he was drafted by Indianapolis? I believe so. Okay. Or okay. was he drafted by Cincinnati? Yeah, why do I keep thinking that he was drafted by the by the Bengals? And I'm wondering if he's a Zimmer guy. Because he, like, there's, like, two of him. There's, like, two guys who were, like, 6'6", 280, and were freaks, and only one of them ended up being good. And they're, like, discus throwers, or, like, they, like I feel like they did, yeah. like, sports from other countries or something. Like, I don't know why this... So the Bengals might have got the other one. Yeah, but Marcus Hunt ran, like, a 4 nope. drafted by the Bengals in 2013 in the second round. Zimmer guy. 2013. Cool. Is that a Zimmer year? Zimmer guy. When was Zimmer brought here? Uh, 2014, 15. His first draft was draft. Anthony Barr, right? No. It was oh Anthony. yeah, that's right. Yeah, Barr Teddy and was Teddy. the next year. No, Barr and Teddy. Yeah, Barr and Teddy. Yeah, Barr and Teddy. Yeah. Okay. So the draft before remember, that, he, we went, took... he, he went in with uh, Matt Castle, and then like three uh, games yeah. in, it was Teddy. So this draft is the same draft as Sharif, Xavier, and Cordero. That was a the year before, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So, so Marcus Hunt is a, is a absolute Zimmer, Zimmer draft pick. Okay, Zimmer guy. Marcus oh. Hunt, remember the name. And you could probably get him for absolutely bare minute. I, I would think so, especially yeah. he's been playing at 3-4 lately. Um, and I feel like he's a lot better at a rushing 3-tack than, than a 5-tack. Yeah, he's more of like Eating a... Eating up blockers. Yep. Yeah, okay, no. Marcus Hunt, former Bengal. We uh, love to pencil them in as, as on our roster, those Bengals. Yep, <laughs> yes we do. John Joseph, pencil them in. Yeah, Marcus. Uh, uh, Shelby Harris. Oh, uh, the Bronco. Yeah, play as uh, has played three tech, nose tackle, five tech, all along their defensive line. Uh, he destroyed us. Remember when we him? him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just destroyed us. I think he had three and a half sack, three and a half sacks, and three tackles for a loss. And he ended the season with six and a half sacks and eight tackles for a loss. So I think the reason why we really like him is because he destroyed us. Yeah, it's one but, of those. It's like he had one good game, but it happened to be against us. So it's like, let's get that guy. I like that guy. But he's no, been, like, I, I feel talking, like, underrated when I've been reading, reading about him. Yeah, but I and I don't think he underrates himself because I was talking to uh, a former coworker of mine who's a Broncos fan. I used to talk, talk about him, like, last fall and just like that. Oh, you know, the Broncos guy. Uh, but, uh he said Shelby, like, the reason why they didn't bring, bring back Shelby Harris is because he wanted, like, $11 million a year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. So, like, so like, Maybe that's why nothing's moved in that uh, area. Exactly. So, like, again, like, we thought he was a good player, and clearly he thinks he's a good player, but, uh, you know, I'm not paying him $11 million. Yeah, <laughs> no. That, I'm looking for a guy that can come in for, uh, you know, 3 or $4 million at best. Yep. Uh, then you got uh, Jack Crawford. Uh, I believe he's a former cowboy. Uh, so. Now, now on uh, um, Atlanta. Okay. 
Um, Never heard of him. Christian Covington. Okay. Uh, okay. Dallas three tack. Uh, Austin Johnson from Tennessee. Corey Liggett. Uh, Liggett. Former uh, first rounder. Yeah, Chargers. Uh, and I don't. I use, I tried to stay with like uh, just free agents, but is John Reed a RFA? Is he a restricted free agent? I think I, he is. Yeah, I think he is, and I think they brought him back. Let me look. Okay, is, I, is that I the feel like I saw Seattle guy. Yeah, um, but he was on the list. Uh, so I got all these guys from uh, Spot Track. Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. And then uh, Akeem Spence from Jacksonville. Um, so a couple guys, you know. Uh, some good veterans that I think you can bring in for, you know, like three, four mil. Uh, yeah, I'd, that's I'd all like, that we'd probably spend. Yeah, and I think I, I think I would prefer to get one of these guys. Jerron Reed, two years, $23 million. Okay, out of our price range. Yeah, 11, that's a lot. That's more than Michael Pierce makes. So you're missing one guy from that list, Ndamukong Sue, no interest? Oh, that's right. He, uh, he was under edge. Yeah, well, the Rams played him at edge a little bit, but I'm pretty sure yeah. last year he played all inside with both Vita yeah, but, but Yeah, I'd take Sue at, like, you know, $4 million, but yeah, I know exactly. he like, six. Yeah, I, he's not good anymore. So, like, if but if you get him for what would be a fair deal, like, at $3, 4000000 million, okay, yeah. I'll take him. Like, he's still got something. He, uh, he's going to get paid, though, based on his name and his stubbornness. Or he's <laughs> yeah. never going to play. I don't know. That, yeah, he, or he's yeah, never going to play. Yeah, he'll be like, no, nah, I'm good. I was, uh, you know, I deserve to get paid a lot. I'm Dominic Um Oh my gosh, I'm watching ESPN Eight, the Ocho. You know, they they. Oh well. They turned ESPN Two and ESPN Eight. Oh, see, I'm I'm on I'm on ESPN right now. I'm watching WrestleMania. I'm watching Marble <laughs> Races. It's just hilarious. Oh! Did this based on like. Uh, I was talking to Ben about Marble Races. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I'm like, what is happening right now? Okay. Marble races. They just did dodgeball, like we like the episode before, whatever the hell this is. So, anyways, um, so that's DTs. Uh, let's go. Let's should we move out to the edge and talk about how Everson Griffin has basically waved goodbye to the Vikings and said, "All right, yep. uh, it sounds like you guys." You know what's interesting is his agent said, "You know, we've talked a little bit with them, but it looks like the Vikings want to spend their money elsewhere, and they're you know they're they're not." They're a little cash, like cap. We don't have a lot of cap, but it's like we do have, you know, thirteen million without trading Harris. So do they know that we're looking to try to grab some people? And they're like, all right, we're out of here because we haven't spent it yet. So I feel like their their agent kind of got the hint, like, all right, they're looking to go get an alignment or a corner, and we're not we're not going to be able to come back here. So unless you know, Everson's getting like fourteen million a year, then he's basically priced himself out, but. Yeah. So, I, which I, I I could see him getting. I mean, if that who's that? Jerron Reed just got ten million. Like Griffin was good last year. Yeah, yeah I, and I don't know much about that Jerron Reed, but I feel like I feel like ever since Griffin applies more pressure than Jerron Reed does the next two years. You yeah. Know. So um, the uh, the edge market. Um, well, before you get to that, we also lost. I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode. Stephen Weatherly. Was Carolina. he on the last one? Yeah. I, if if he should have been, we might have missed it though. Yeah, uh, I think he got. Was it two for twelve? Yeah, from Carolina, six mil. Like we're gonna get like a six round comp for him. I, I, I mean he's he's always flashed and been like, okay, this guy's a solid rotational guy, but I'm not yeah. like you know super worried we lost him. No, but at the same time, I doesn't Carolina have like didn't they have like a decent amount of cap to spend? Yeah, I think so. 
and they're they're rebuilding that defense. They had nobody on edge, so maybe yeah. they saw well, a guy. I don't maybe, yeah, I mean, maybe they must have saw a guy who flashed. You go, you know, maybe maybe he can produce enough for the next two years until we bring in like you know a rookie or another. Yeah, big name give star. him a full time role. I'm sure Weatherly could get six to eight sacks. Like I don't think he's impossible to do that. But no. so we lost Griffin, we lost Weatherly. So we're basically down to what a Fetty, yeah, and then Hunter, some randoms. A Fetty, yeah. And, so and uh, I, I think me and you went into this offseason like Griffin coming back is more of a bonus because like it's one of the positions where I do feel like we actually have a decent fallback guy in a Fetty, whereas like we if we cut you know Rhodes and we lose these other corners, we don't really have a good option in there. So like Griffin, it's like yeah, I would have liked him back, but I think we can get by with a Denebo and Hunter. Now we could add someone or draft someone, but again, not the end of the world. Like people are panicking, you know. Griffin's gone, whether it's gone, burn it to the ground. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's edge doesn't bother me much, you know. Like we can draft a rookie, or we can sign the likes of again, maybe potentially Everson Griffin. Uh, obviously, Clowney's still out there. He's probably the biggest name free agent still out there. Uh, obviously. Though out of our price range, I would guess. Um, can I get to the more like veterans that we can afford? Uh, Ziggy Ansah, Jabal Sheard, Michael Bennett, uh, Adrian Claiborne, Vinny Curry out of Philadelphia. Uh, then you got kind of the step below them would be like Kerry Wynn, Kerry Hyder, Noah Spence, former second round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of just like a straight speed rusher, so I don't know if. He really fits what we're looking for right now. Maybe um, flip. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, speed rusher. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, the other way. But unless, yeah, it just seems like we like guys with some power, just yeah. straight up. All, I like the group across. where it was Claiborne and Vinnie Curry. Who was the other one in that like middle tier? Mike, Michael Bennett, Jabal Sheard. Yeah, like I feel like that group you could get them for relatively cheap, and now you just have like another someone to spell some time with Adenabo. And maybe yep. even you finally do. Like, if you get a Adrian Claiborne, he's kind of a bigger guy. You know, maybe you do put him on the other side and let Hunter go to the blind side and you flip him. So. Yeah, and, like, Claiborne or Vinnie Curry, both uh, pretty good against the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So maybe you want those guys playing first, maybe a, a running second down, and you still bring an Odenabo, and wouldn't you do? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's kind of what you're looking at at Edge. If you want to replace a guy, obviously there's other names, but I, for the most part, I, I wrote down like na- guys that I know, and it usually ended around ten. Yeah, which you know? I, that's I, which means there's plenty of guys out there we can grab to at least like make it so you're not forced to draft a position. Like that's what I'm at least hoping they do. Just kind of grab a few random vets. Where, okay, if all else fails and no good edge falls to us in any first three rounds, that you at least can fall back on, like, a Vinnie Curry yep. to help um, out Odenabo. I think, I think Vinnie Curry, out of that group, probably has the most upside. I think he's only 28. Oh, um, he's still that young, huh? I think so. I, I could be wrong. But I, I thought I saw that he was only still only, like, 28. Um, but then, I guess, so, I didn't really do linebackers. I'm not looking... We, well, we, we put a tender on uh, Wilson for $3.5 I feel like our starters are set, and if we want to grab a guy with for depth, like, oh, uh, 
it's not really a guy worth talking about. Curry's uh, 31, by the way. Okay. okay. But he did have five sacks last year, so. Quite a maybe, that, maybe that was Kerry uh, Hyder. He was right below him on the list. Oh. So. Um, but yeah, back to what you were saying. Like, yeah, linebacker, the fact that we gave Wilson $3.5 million makes me think that they're not touching that position. Like, yeah. Barr, Kendricks, Wilson will be your third. Mix in a little Gideon. We'll draft a white guy in the fourth round and call it a day. Like, so yeah, yep. we don't need to talk about linebacker. Yep. Or, or, or a Hawaiian. That'd be cool to draft, too. Yeah, that we would be better. Let's try that out. Yeah, I don't think we've had any of those, you know, those Hawaiian Samoans uh, yeah. on on our linebacker corps since. Don't know, so you know we should try one out. Yeah, uh, let's get them a shot. Yeah, let's not get one with a fake girlfriend though. <laughs> um, so should we jump to corner? Moving on to corners. This is where most of the panic is just happening. I mean, you have Trey Wayne's went and signed for fourteen million a year. Everyone Ooh. that said Trey Wayne's was trash. Everyone said that he is just he's garbage. Guy got paid like a number one corner. Going to get us a third round comp as long as we don't, you know, sign someone crazy here. Yeah, so, and, and that's uh, that's pretty good. He got five years out of Wayne's, and he's going to give you a third round pick when he leaves. No, oh, that's take, like, perfectly fine. It is funny. We I think we talked about a few episodes ago how like we there's not a lot of guys that the Vikings have wanted to bring back that don't end up coming back. And I feel yep. like Wayne's is kind of your first, even Mac too. But it was partially because of cap. Like I feel like if we wanted to bring Wayne's back and we're willing to pay fourteen million, he would have came back. But we clearly were like, yeah, dude, we can't. Like the Bengals want to pay you like you're a shutdown corner. They can pay you like a shutdown corner. We can't afford that. So, yeah, kind of a different situation. But Bengals also signed Mac Alexander for four million. Yeah, that was a one year deal. Yeah, one year, four million. I feel like that was sort of the one that everyone's like, we wouldn't pay four million for Mac. This is crazy. Which I would have liked him back at four million for sure. But oh, definitely, especially with the way like the market, like you said, fourteen mil for Trey Wayne's like, and we said what Mac will get three, three for eighteen or somewhere. Yeah, like six to yeah six seven. You know, and he he must not have got the interest in giving him a long term deal that paid him well because he took a one year basically like prove it again type thing. So yep. I don't know. I would have liked him back, but we lost both them. And then obviously cut Xavier Rhodes. So we have lost all three of our starters, leaving us with Mike Hughes, Holton Hill, Chris Boyd. And then it's like randoms, like that sales guy and uh, Mark Fields that were like practice squad players. So who do you got on the open market for corner that we could still sign? Um, well, I'll start with guys who, uh, who are like strictly outside? Uh, um, yeah, Tremaine Johnson cut, by, cut the by the Jets. Yeah. Uh, Signed a Ken- massive contract with them. Yeah, he was uh, the highest paid corner in the league for a couple months. Uh, so I don't know. I- he's he's six two. He's long. He's lanky. Plays man. Plays press man. Uh, feels like a, a Zimmer reclamation project. Yeah, like- probably get him for like three four million. I would take him for sure, just as a. I know we played bad the last few years, but there's like he was talented, and like you said, like if Zimmer can just start, you know, teach him some of our techniques, maybe he could do just as well as Trey Waynes was doing. So I like. Yeah, I like, he I went to the Jets. Yeah. What were the Jets' record the last couple of years? They're trash. And like, it's got a huge thing to deal with coaching. I bet. I I could totally see that. You know, get him in a scheme and do things to his strengths. Maybe it would uh, work out for him. Plus, Did he, he was, played for a year with Wade Phillips. His last year with the Rams? I would think so, yeah. The first yeah. year with... Uh, so he was cut by the Jets, so he also wouldn't affect our compensatory picks, which 
Those, that's always a nice little bonus. Yep. Gotta love getting players who are cut. Yep. So who else on your list you got? X, you got you got X out there. You know Xavier Rhodes. Um, I could totally see him coming back. Like I just like obviously Zimmer has like an affinity for him and like and I feel like he could still be good. He just it just seems like he just gets in his head and then he just starts playing like gets beat one time and he starts panicking. But yeah. I don't know. I, I would I would not be opposed to bringing him back for a very like you know again like three four million dollars. Um, no, not at not at that price. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what I'm hoping you can get most of these guys for. Yeah, some of them will probably a little more spending, but uh, Jimmy Smith, Raven, uh, former first former rounder. Raven. Uh, he's like 32, but he's again six foot two, long, uh, good player, uh, guy who can play. Corner or outside and slot. If you're looking for that flexibility as a main guy, uh, Logan Ryan. Uh, I really like him. He'll ideally, get paid a lot. Yeah, I think. I think ideally, if you could spend money on uh, someone, it's Logan Ryan. Just being 28, 29, uh, can play inside or out. Dealer's yeah. choice. Um, Akeem Talib, uh, Brandon Carr. Uh, yeah, Prince of Mukamara probably going to get paid a little bit more than what we are kind of yeah, looking he, to fill right now. But he has been, but yeah, maybe like every year it seems like he's getting like. Well, when the Bears signed, it was a one-year whatever. Then they re-signed him for, I think it's like high. It's not quite ten million a year, but it's somewhere in that range. But it's weird yeah. that they didn't bring him back. So maybe. Uh, and then you got uh, another inside-out uh, Jason Barrett. Uh, always hurt. You yep. uh, I think he's played. I don't know, never in the last three years. Um, uh, Ronald Darby, always hurt. Him and Jason Barrett, same guy. Uh, yeah. Very talented, always hurt, inside or out. Uh, then you got Rashad Melvin, uh, former Lion. Uh, Dominic Rogers camardi still in the league. Wow. Uh, Morris Claiborne. Uh, and then, we brought him in last year, I'm pretty sure, for a tryout. And yeah. I think he wanted, like, like an actual contract, not a minimum, like $2 million, $3 million. He went and signed yeah. with the, was it Chiefs? Yeah, I think it was the Chiefs, and then he got hurt. Um, and then another Chiefs guy, uh, Bashad Breeland, uh, inside out, nickel, outside I mean, corner. The, he's tough, not, but he's not really like a, uh, yeah, I don't know, he's not long and lanky. So I don't know if he's really a Zimmer guy unless he strictly sees nickel. So. Yeah, that's a pretty solid list, though, of like corners. If you could sign just even just one of them, just mm. get... Well, and that's and that's honestly just guys who who are strictly like outside for the most part. Okay, I, I've got a little list of seven guys that I like who are strictly slot guys too. Okay, well, like who are they? Because I feel like our slot right now is only person that really can play it is Hughes. Like, is he going to go outside, and then when we go three DB or corners, is he going to slide in, or do or we do draft you... a slot? Or do we draft Nickelback in the first round? Yeah, and then Hughes is purely outside. I mean, I don't know. Like, he didn't play very good at outside, so it worries me. But who do you have for some Nickelbacks that are... Uh, Travis Carey uh, from Cleveland. Uh, Nickel Roby Coleman from the Rams. Jonathan Joseph. Uh, Zimmer guy. Zimmer guy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, PJ Williams. I think he got okay. hurt last year, but he seems to have uh, kind of... Pretty sure well. that's the guy who Rudolph caught the end zone fade against. In this I think so too. Playoff game. Yeah. Uh, then there's uh, Dale Worley who just got caught. Another Jet. Um, okay. B. W. Webb. Uh, wow, I actually said it right. 
in my head the entire time while I was looking them up, I kept saying BD Web. <laughs> but it's BW. Wow, nice job. And then uh, Aaron Colvin uh, got a big deal from the Jags. Yeah. Got snagged away from the Texans, and now he's a free agent again. He's like 30. Um, I think he's uh, was for a while a top, top slot guy in Jacksonville. Yeah, he got paid like a top slot guy. Yeah, so um, that's kind of the list for cornerbacks. I mean, I think um, we almost have to sign one vet corner that has the ability to, like, start. I mean, I, I trust Holton Hill being a starter if he can, you know, not do anything stupid off the field. And Mike Hughes, you know, is fine as your other one, but I just think the depth behind that is really scary. It's just Chris Boyd, really. Yeah, so, I, uh, I, that that's probably, like, you know, the main area of concern for me. I think it's... I think it's probably the easiest area to fill. Yeah, there's a lot of names and a lot. Of, it's a very good corner draft, also. Yep. So, um, so be it two in free agency, one in the draft, or one in free agency, two in the draft. Yeah. I think you're going to get three at, at least three more corners um, by the uh, start of training camp. Um, and then, do you want to do a little bit of safety? Yeah, well, I mean, there's first Cause the, just because it's I don't know the Anthony Harris being up in the air. Just yeah, it certainly sounds like they're shopping them. And then also, we only have Anthony Harris and Harrison Smith. We tr- uh, Anderson Dejo signed with the Browns, so that was the team that was also rumored to be interested in Harris. So I hope that doesn't like slow that down. And then well, they've signed Sandejo and Carl Joseph. Yeah, um, so I don't know if their plan is to who are their other safeties do they have. Well, they lost to Marius Randall, and I'm not sure who else is playing safety. Yeah, there. so I wonder if they're trying to go Joseph and Harris and Sandejo's a backup, or if they're actually thinking of starting Sandejo. I'm not sure. But you also have uh, – we were supposedly interested in Will Parks. I don't know if you saw that, that we, yeah. were, we had offered him a contract. That was actually more than what Philadelphia offered him, but he wanted to play for his hometown team. So sounds like we're at least interested in a safety and yep. my guess, if we were going to pay Will Parks that much, we were going to trade Anthony Harris. Or I could see us just rescinding the tag, too. Yeah, maybe the market for, for Harris is not what we thought it would be. Maybe like, nobody's interested in paying Harris eleven, you know, $10 million. Yeah, like no one wants to meet whatever his demands are for a long-term contract, and we also don't want to pay him $11 million. So it's like, sorry, cut him. Not cut him, but you rescind the tag. He's on the open market. Say he gets a, you know, some sort of long-term deal, you still get the comp pick. Yep. So you're not, you're basically just back to what we kind of thought entering free agency that we're just going to try to get a comp pick for him. But uh, yeah, well, we gotta... what we're trying to do is get that comp pick a year early. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, would um, make, and it would allow you, if you did sign someone that it, you don't worry about canceling out that comp pick because they're not guaranteed. You know, if you go buy, you know, go sign a bunch of free agents, you ain't getting shit back. Yeah, you can't you can't rely on Sam Bradford bringing back a third round comp. Yeah, they'll cut him before you get it. Uh, um, but so a couple guys I have. Um, we'll start with like more like the strong safeties. Um, it all depends on what you think uh, Harrison Smith plays for us. Um, See, I, yeah. when I look at it, I feel like Harrison Smith is more of your like the, what you're about to name, like hybrid role where it's like yeah he can play deep, but he he's in the box a lot. And yeah. Harris was always kind of the guy roaming deep. So name some of your more you know strongs, yeah. but I feel like it's R- not going to be Rashad. No, not at all. Rashad Jones, Tony Jefferson, Eric Reed, Morgan Burnett, um, and then uh, Von Bell. Yeah, yeah, definitely some of the strong types, the ones that are, I don't know if they can cover sideline to sideline like you kind of need. 
but yeah. there's some good players in there. You know, it's not picked over. No, and then well, and but like the area that is is the uh, the free safety position. Yeah, yeah, you got Antoine Bethay, old Clayton Gathers, Demarius Randall, uh, Jaleel O'Day. Might even actually be more of a strong safety too. Then uh, uh, Breen Body Calhoun, kind mm. of a hybrid former golfer, uh, played well his first or second year. And I think he fell off. And then uh, Walt Akins. You're stumping me on that one. So you might want to keep Anthony Harris or sign Demarius Randall, otherwise, or draft yeah. a guy. It's funny you, Demarius Randall's the one on that list that I feel like is probably the best of that group and could him or Antoine Bethea. I know he's like yeah. 30, 40 years old. Yeah. But, uh, he's, he's getting up there, but he obviously good player knows what he's doing. It's just, does he have like the speed still to play that? Yeah. Game? And, and yeah. you know, I feel like maybe he doesn't need the speed. I don't know. I, I feel like Harris is a bunch of that, you know, uh, that robber play. Yeah. So I yeah, you could like, certainly do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think it just helps. Obviously, having more speed to let Harrison Smith do the like the show blitz and then roll all the way back. Yeah, the coverage like when we start doing the coverage shells, where all of a sudden we're shifting to the last second and doing all yeah. kinds of stuff like that. I just really like the safety draft class. Like in the first three rounds, there's like six, seven guys that I wouldn't mind us taking. So I'm not opposed to trading Harris, drafting a guy, and signing you know some veteran random like yep. and going Anyone. from there. Antoine uh, Bethea, something yeah. like that. Um, so I uh, I realized we we started at guard, talked about the offensive lineman. We never we never went to wide receiver. No, we'll get we'll get, we'll make our way over there. Um, but that was all the safeties that I got. No, that's, and that's 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 the defense. That's all the defense. Should we quick hit special teams? We had a little news there before we jump back over to offense. Yeah, yeah, I guess I, I yeah we. Uh, well, you want you? Do you want to say it? We re-signed Dan Bailey. Is that what we're oh, talking yeah. about? Oh yeah. <laughs> that, oh yeah. Do you like that? That's so good. That's good stuff right there. So uh, we kept. That was one thing that we can check off our uh, our off-season checklist was keep the special teams intact. And we got yeah. we re-signed Bailey. It took a few days, but we got him back. He'd already re-signed Cole Quit. We talked about that in the last episode. So and it, and they uh, both of them three-year deals. Cole Quit and Bailey. And Austin Cutting, being a seventh round pick, still has three years left. Yeah, so look so at they're that. All, they're all intact for you know another three years. So hopefully we don't have to worry about any of that. Yeah, that'll be nice to just not have to worry about special teams. I just yeah. see everyone though on Twitter posting like they signed a punter and kicker, and they're just letting corners walk out the door. It's like, oh, calm down. Everyone needs a punter and a kicker. Yeah, we just happen to sign ours early. Yeah, and I'd rather have good ones. Yeah, so, but anyways. If you're not going to have good corners, you might as well have good kickers and punters. <laughs> That's what really matters. Zimmer needs to coach up those corners, you know. He's bad at coaching kickers. We've seen this. He doesn't know how to do it. That's a fact. Let's um, go to, uh, you want to jump to the quarterback and just mention that Sean Mannion was brought back for uh, league minimum? Yep, uh, I mean, and people were bitching about that too. Yeah, before they saw the contract, it's like, whoa, we're paying Sean Manny, and it's like, I'm pretty sure he's going to get nothing, just yep. like last year. Like, his contract won't even count because it's probably in the low, or the, what is it, the top 51 get paid? It's like, yeah. it's like nothing. So he's back, league minimum, fine by me, whatever. Kirk's a Iron Man. Yep, um, before we jump into wide receivers, I uh, we've got tackles on here. Uh, yeah, well, we could certainly. I almost feel like that. 
I don't know who you have on your list, but it seems like a maybe an easier route is to sign a tackle, move Reef, and you're solving the guard spot that way. Yeah. But who do you have? Uh, I think the best one's probably, what, Jason Peters? Yeah, like the the high-priced ones, yeah, Jason Peters, Marcus Gilbert, uh, former Steeler, former Cardinal, uh, Cordy Glenn, former mm-hmm. Bengal, former Bill. Yep. Uh, Daryl Williams, who has that tackle guard flexibility, yeah, probably more of a probably yeah, probably more of a zone tackle than his own guard though. Um, and then uh, I don't really like him very much, but I'm sure Calvin Beecham will uh, probably get paid a decent amount still. Typical um, Jets lineman, yeah. mediocre. Uh, and then more of our price range: uh, Cam Irving, who has tackle guard flexibility, former first round pick. Jermaine Afidi, uh, no thanks. Uh, yeah. Donald Penn. Donald Penn's no, still around, no way. N- no thanks. Marshall Newhouse. Former Packer. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Clemmings. What? No. No, no thanks. thanks. <laughs> I actually don't think the guys at the top of your list are going to be out of our price range. Like, Jason Peters could get like a one year, like seven, eight million dollar contract, something like that. Because I mean, he's like thirty nine years old. He's pretty old, but like, and he's always hurt too. Though. Yeah, Cordy Glenn is so banged up all the time too that I think you could get him for cheap. Um, I mean, I all these like guys have gun to my head. Daryl Williams, Kelvin Beachum are going to be the highest price. Yeah, because they're just young and they're not really like their their red flags are more they're just mediocre players. Whereas the red flags with Cordy Glenn, he's hurt all the time. Jason Peters super old. And why do I have a feeling that Jermaine Afidi signed with the? With the Lions. That he already signed Jermaine Afidi? Yeah. I feel like he did, but... Hey, you know what we also didn't mention? J. Ron Curse also signed with the Lions. Um, missed that on the safeties, but... Oh, yeah. A couple, yeah. couple million dollars, that's, yeah, you know... People good. were upset that he went for two and a half million and we didn't yeah. bring him back. He didn't yeah. want to come back. Yeah, that's he, it's so it funny. It's like week eight. Yeah, he, yeah, he literally on Twitter said, no, nah, I'm good. Well, it's, it's, it's funny how... People always just go, oh, why didn't we pay that? It's like, you know, they might have had zero interest of coming back here. So yep. maybe remember that this isn't Madden where you just get to sign everyone you want. Why do when I type in Jermaine Effetti, I get just a Denebo, a Fetty well, Denebo? Who knows, but should we just move on from yeah, those tackles then? Yeah, so that that's tackles. Yeah, I again, I feel like drafting a tackle or signing a tackle and moving reef inside. And then... I'm not. It's not like ideal, but then you you have Samia, Alfline, and maybe like a mid round rookie battling for the other spot. Yeah, it's not. I, it's it's still it's probably still slightly better. Like, do you think Reef could play guard better than Josh Klein did? I think he could probably do a comparable job. Yeah. And then it depends if that left tackle is better than Reef. Which if it's like if it's Jason Peters on a one year deal, I think he's better than Reef. If yep. it's Cordy Glenn, similar maybe. I don't think. I mean, fuck, you could maybe move Cordy Glenn inside. Or do you draft a guy, there's five good tackles, six good tackles, but at that point, do you want to start a rookie left tackle, or do you want to f- flip him with O'Neal, or what do you want to do there? But yeah. it's a good draft for needing a tackle, a lot better than needing a guard. Yeah, the guard uh, the guard draft is not very plentiful. No. It's, yeah. not, it's not a bountiful uh, draft of fruits and barley. I don't even know there's if there's a uh, first round guard. No, I, I, I do. I, you might get one taken. Yeah, but, like Cesar Ruiz, uh, Lloyd Cushenberry, and that Matt Hennessy who people seem to absolutely love. Um, 
those are the three guys that and they all feel very second roundy to me like yeah, they, That's and like, and not, and not like you know, picks thirty four to thirty eight. I'm talking like picks thirty eight to forty four. Yeah, it's like our range. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's the range I would start yeah. taking them. A little different than last year's draft. Last year was actually pretty loaded. I feel like for inside, like Lindstrom's, uh, Bradbury, yeah, Bradbury, Lindstrom, Elton uh, Jenkins, Jenkins, uh, who's the Saints guy. Uh, the center McCoy, Eric McCoy. Well, he's second round, right? But still, like it just felt better. It just felt like yeah, a better but Jenkins class. was second round. As yeah, well, yeah, that's so. true. Did anyone go ahead of Lindstrom at guard, or was he the first one? I feel like there might have been Lindstrom, one early. What wasn't Lindstrom the second offensive lineman take on? Oh, taken? really? And wasn't like, Jonah it Jonah Williams? Wasn't was Jonah Williams at eleven, and then yeah. at fourteen didn't they take Lindstrom? Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm missing a tap. No. Jonah Williams, so it was the Jonah first Williams and yeah, it was Jonah Dillard. Williams and Dillard. Titus Howard was right in that area by us. Yep, and then like Jawan Taylor and the second round. Yeah, and Cody Ford, those were the other tackles. They were highly ranked tackles, but those guys slid. Yeah. Oh, Caleb McGarry or whatever. What? Yep. Doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah. Uh so should we last position? We're not gonna talk tight ends, we're not gonna talk running backs. I don't really see us doing anything in those areas. Let's yeah. talk receiver. I mean you trade Diggs, you got a giant gaping hole. Diggs is the like, out of all the players we've lost, I feel like Diggs is the only, in, I don't want to say impactful, but, like, he's a giant hole we need to figure out what to do with because, like, he's really and, good. And the thing the the thing that people kind of have to, uh, have to remember or think about going into this wide receiver two spot now, um, you're looking to replace, to replace the production, not the athlete. Yeah, you're not going to go get another Diggs. Like, you, like. It's just, it's just not how it works. You just need like, to like figure out how to get a competent number two, or a couple guys that can like fill in that role, get those stats, get those, you know, like. Let's not act like you know. Okay, so yes, Diggs was our number one receiver last year, without a doubt, no question. Probably our like, again, we love Diggs. He's the number like for us, bona fide stud, number one yeah. wide receiver. Um, dude had ninety seven targets last year. Well, it's not like we we were a top ten offense, and our best player on offense got ninety seven targets. Well, that's not catches. He touched the ball sixty seven times, averaged crazy. twenty twenty yards a uh, a catch, eleven hundred yards. He really became like a pure like deep threat, you know, like low catches, high yardage guy. And I mean, ninety seven targets is because Kirk Cousins doesn't force the ball to one player. Like he he to maybe a fault. It goes, what is the defense giving me? I'm going to where, like, the read tells me to go. I know Diggs is good, but the read says go to Rudolph here. So, like, it almost is, if you're building an offense around Kirk Cousins, and I know a lot of fans wish we wouldn't, but we're doing it, it almost makes sense to just get draft picks for Diggs and fill it in with someone who's, A, going to be happy only getting 97 targets, and B, like, just someone that is part of the collective team rather than, like, Here's our star receiver. We need to feed him the ball. Like it just yeah. he's it doesn't make sense with Kirk and with this offense being run first in the first place. Yeah, and you know like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't throw the ball deep a bunch, but you know the last six years the Patriots have ran an offense where Tom Brady dumps it to a running back twelve times a game. <laughs> like exactly. let's get let's be real. You well, know, like. He threw it deep enough that Diggs had 1,100 yards and had you know 20 catches or 20 yards of catch. And like he will if the defense gives him that, 
But Diggs wasn't happy with that. Diggs wasn't happy with 1,100 yards. He wanted he wants to be like the focal point of an offense. I feel like, and there is yep. no D- Delvin Cook is the focal point of this offense. Like, and people will say that's really stupid, but that's what we're dealing with right now. We yeah, want Cook and- to be our guy. You could just put uh, a Brashard Perriman in Diggs' spot. He's not going to be as dynamic and as good, but like I bet you he still could get 900 yards. And I like you know it's it's really lazy to say this, but like. The Vikings want to run the ball, play defense, and stretch the field on occasion. Like yeah. I get it, you know, like every team, every team wants to do that. But like that, like in all reality, that's like what we're building towards with the the zone scheme in our defense. It's not like you know we're we're the Chiefs. Yeah, we're not even know. like the Bucks who like throw, you know, probably three times as much as we do, or. You know the Cardinals who are spreading out and running these different. You know, we're the yeah we're we're gonna run it, run it, run it, play action over the top. Like that's what we're gonna do. And yeah, it's like it's like the Patriots in the playoffs. You know, that's like it's boring. There's nothing sexy about it. But like I, I mean, don't know. it's what the 49ers are doing. It, yeah. It's what the Rams are doing. There's t- you're either you're either running the the wide zone scheme, the McVay, Shanahan, you know, other Shanahan, Kubiak, blah blah blah. Or you're going more like you're doing Chiefs, Andy Reed, Mike Tampa Martz. Bay, and yeah, like all that. You're 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 airing it out all day, you know. So we're going this way, and it's you know I just it is every it is. ten years things change. It's yeah, run run run. You got to run the ball to win football games, and now it you know the last eight nine years it's got to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, next decade it's might be you got to run the ball to win the game because you know offenses adjust. To the defensive like players, you know what? As soon as Bill Belichick noticed that uh, the Chargers were playing two safeties at middle linebacker in the playoffs two years ago, what did he do? He ran a power run game and just ran the ball up the middle, and he was running zone all season long. Mm-hmm. Like, you like adjust like, to actually what the opponent is doing, you know? Yeah, novel concept there. So. It, well, oh. look at like the San Francisco 49ers. Last year, they went into the season with I'm not even sure who the hell their receivers were. They ended up the season with Debo, a rookie, and Emmanuel Sanders, who they got in a trade, and they made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Like, if let's say we were to add, they got with Debo in the second round. Yeah. Say you add someone or an AJ Brown in the second round. They also took Dante Pettis in the second round. Yeah. So I mean, say you you know you can't he always didn't play. <laughs> yeah, he got hurt. Oh, they added uh, Jalen Hurd or something. Who's the yeah. Hurt? Third round last year, he got hurt. That's who it yeah. was. But, like, yeah, you're, you could get a Pettis, who's going to suck. But if you got a Debo Samuel, True. imagine you had, you draft a Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk this year, and you pair him with Thielen. You'll be just fine. Yep. Especially in this scheme. Like, no need yeah. to panic yet, people. And, like, Kyle Shannon has kind, of, has kind of shown, like, I don't need top-notch wide receivers to, to win football games. Obviously, does it make my offense better? Yes. But when Jimmy Garoppolo, before he got hurt last year, he was throwing to a rookie Dante Pettis who was in the mix, uh, Marquise Goodwin, Goodwin. Yep. and who else? Right. And Garoppolo looked pretty good in that wide zone scheme. So the the offense even moved well. Not against us, but like weren't they two and two? I think they were like top fifteen. Well, that before backup got hurt. That backup quarterback looked fine. Oh yeah, even yeah, even Nick Mullins looked yeah, fine. Like he looked like, yeah, like he looked trash. It's just receiver. yeah, it's just kind of the scheme. Like obviously, you want a Tyreek Hill. That would be fantastic. But like, is that where you want to put all your resources? If you're 
quarterback doesn't force feed a receiver the ball and you're running the ball half the time, you know? Well, do you want Tyreek Hill? Yes, but I also want Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> find me Tyreek Hill or Patrick Mahomes, and I will gladly take them. Yeah. But there you go. Um, okay, well, just who do you give get? me good players. Find me good players. I will gladly have them on my roster. <laughs> yeah, we're not opposed to good players. We're just we're not opposed to getting draft picks for a player that doesn't want to be here either. Uh, do you have some free agent receivers we could replace Diggs with? Or uh, yeah, I've got I've got two two different lists. One's a little longer than the other. Uh, I've got big body possession type guys. Okay. Yep. Uh, Devin Funchess, uh, Chester Rogers fits more of the possession than the big body, uh, kind of a slot guy, but he's six foot, solid hands. Uh, Demarius Thomas. Oh, wow, uh, he's still out there. Uh, Geronimo Allison. Former Packer. Uh, yeah, I think he's got some hands issues, though. Well, he sucks. Speaking of the Packers, like, everyone's worried that we only have Thielen. They only have Devontae Adams. Like, it's funny how... They like, won the division. We get, like, spoiled... Because we had two good receivers, and now you're down to one. Again, it's not great to like lose a good player, but they have Devontae Adams and nothing else. At least we have Rudolph and Irv Smith. I mean, hopefully for them, Sternberger's good, but he didn't show anything because he was hurt all year. They lost Jimmy Graham, who sucks, and they have no other player besides Devontae Adams. So, you know, just a little side note there. John and Allison, not a fan, though. Just you know. These are facts. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not a fan either. I just threw him on there. Yeah, he's a human that could fill up, you know, get 300 yeah, yards. That, that, that's kind of about telling where this list is about to go. Um, it doesn't sound good. R- Richard Higgins. I like him I, more I'd than probably put it, Yeah, I'd probably put him above Allison, but he yeah. just didn't come up on spot track. Um, another guy like Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon, is he allowed to play football? I don't know, but he was on spot track. Yeah, and he says he wants to play next year. I mean, a pretty good fit because he's a deep guy. You know, like you just yep. let him run straight, and he'll go catch the ball. I mean, yeah. I mean, po- I doubt we have C interest Rose in curls. Yeah. Doubt it. Uh, Cody Latimer. Yeah. Uh, no, no, thank you. Chris Hogan. No, thank you. Jermaine Curse. Oh, I'm surprised. He's jo- Jordan Matthews. Yeah, he was retired for a while. Let's go to you. Got these are all the big bodies. This is not a good group, Ryan. No, yeah. no, no. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm looking for speed, anyways. Okay, so speed, I can help you there. I got the likes of uh, Paul Richardson. See, I mean, that's a good buy low guy. He played well with Seattle, got a big contract with Washington, and then kind of ran into injuries. Well in Seattle? Do you know what he did well in Seattle? Went deep. He did well at going deep. Yes. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then he was clearly brought into Washington, way overpaid. Bad quarterback situation, uh, got hurt, and it's like, okay, did he just fall off the map, or can you bring him back as what he should be, which is like a number three, number four good depth player, you know? So, oh. um, Then you got Brashad Perryman. Yeah, he's someone we should have signed last year. We were both on him. We loved him, you know, quality ball player, great deep threat. Yep. Yep. Uh, I but again, he him. went, remember, he went for more than what we thought uh, we'd be able to get him. Yeah, but well, now he's going to go for even more than that because he actually had a really good season. Yeah, uh, Robbie Anderson. That's guy probably the probably top. A little more spendy, yeah. yeah, top receiver. If you sign him, I'd see at that point, it's like, to me, instead of paying that for Robbie Anderson, I'd rather just draft a guy in the second round. Again, if you look at the second round last year, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, like, you can find productive rookies. And this draft class is better than last year's. It's true. You know, if you get Robbie Anderson for a, a reasonable offer, I, I mean, I'm not going to say no to him, but... 
don't keep cancel the payment. out my don't cancel out my Wayne's payment. Yeah, don't don't yeah, don't cancel out my third round comp and then also pour money back into receiver when to me we're a run first team and like we were saying, like Kirk Cousins isn't forcing Robbie Anderson the ball, so Yeah, if it's like a one year eight million dollar deal, like we make it work cap wise. Yeah, I don't like, like that. Yeah, but I really wouldn't like you know, doing like three years thirty million for Robbie Anderson. Yeah, just, no. I'd rather just draft a guy. This draft is loaded. Yep. Um, then you uh, then you go Demarcus Robinson. Okay. Chiefs guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he's still out there for. Yeah. I don't know. I thought he'd get paid more. Then then he got a drop off. And he got like some uh, Philip Dorsett. Sounds like we have interest in him. I've read that. I think Duke. I like maybe. that though. You know. I wouldn't I, hate I, it I like, again. I like it. It's Picture. a it's just a veteran, someone that like <laughs> right now he's Thielen. Awesome, okay. But then you have BC and then a bunch of rookies from last year. Well, yep. BC was a rookie last year. I mean, they're all rookies besides Chad Beebe, I guess. Like, we have no veteran depth besides... Well, we have no veteran depth. We just have Thielen at the top. So I wouldn't mind a Philip Dorsett just to, like, be the competent adult that could, you know, be there. Yep. Run the route that Kirk Cousins expects you to run. So True. Straight. Uh, <laughs> uh, then, uh, Corey Coleman? Oh, wow. A former first-rounder, that really sucks. Tavon Austin? Okay, I'm not a fan of that guy. Tajay Sharp? Tajay Sharp, well, he had a few good games as a rookie. Again, these are these are people that exist, yes. I'm sorry. That's all I got for you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, towards the top there, I wouldn't mind one of those guys. I just... I, I, I feel would like, like there's like nine receivers that I would want in free agency. And if I don't get one of them, don't even bother. Yeah, don't waste your time. Give me just like some low-end vet that can come in and be okay, and then we'll draft some guys, you know? I'm fine yep. with that. fine with that. So uh, do we hit all the news that happened? I um, feel like we went through every position, so that would have had to have covered it all, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 I've got nothing else. On any of my notes, no. I've had all the positions. Yeah, I mean, we lost we lost a lot of players, and we signed Michael Pierce is basically where we're at right now. And we brought back Dan Bailey. Oh, Rashad Hill. We re-signed Rashad Hill. Yep, yep. So, which I don't hate. I mean, I don't want him starting 16 games for me, but he's a, he's a great, like, fallback option if someone's hurt. He can play both left and right. He just he doesn't go in there and completely get ran over like TJ Clemens. He goes in there, and he plays pretty well most of the time. Yeah, I definitely like so, him as my swing tackle. Um, I mean, he was supposed to be a starter last year, or was it the year before? Brian O'Neill's rookie before. season. Like, yeah, two years He ago. was a starting right tackle for us, and then O'Neill took his job. So he's kind of like uh, like a triple-A baseball player. Like, he's, you know, that comes and goes from the majors. It's like, hey, you're, yep. you're not good enough for the majors, but you're also, like, probably too good for triple-A. Like, yeah, just, he, he's always batting, like, 310. But yeah, then he's yeah. like a 260 career hitter in the majors. Yeah, yeah. Solid defense, though. Yeah, you know. He knows the fundamentals pit. of the game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be, you know, 38. He'll still be a triple A just playing ball. Uh, might not even be a 260 hitter. If you're hitting 260, be, you'll, be, you'll be there fine. He's like yeah. 220 career hitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No power, you know. Yeah. Not a great base dealer. You know, he's yeah, my, much the table. You might get a nice double in the gap once in a while, though. Once every 20, 25 at-bats, he might drive a ball. <laughs> which 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 player on the Twins does he compare to? Who's that? Who's the guy bouncing back and forth all the time? Austin Dio. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the, the catcher. Williams Austin Dio. But the only difference between those two guys is I like Rashad <laughs> Hill. 
I hate Astadio. <laughs> well, that's I feel like Astadio's a fan favorite. You're just yeah, the not grain. for me though. Yeah, apparently not. <laughs> um, okay, so should we? We were talking about maybe just hitting a quick uh, three round Vikings mock to kind of wrap up the uh, pod. What do you? What yeah, do you... I'd like to do that, but uh, I also have to do have to use the bathroom, and I don't know how. I know we can't pause or like we don't really want to be doing any pausing. Well, why don't you run while I – should I do it on my phone and then you can run to the bathroom while I pull it up? Yeah, or? yeah. why don't you – and even get it started if you need yeah, to. Yeah, I'll start it up. I'll talk about who's available. Hurry up. Get out of there, Ryan. Go. What did you yeah, do? I'm going. I'm going. All right. Let me pull up the draft network here where we do all of our mock drafts. We now have pick 22 and 25 from the Stefan Diggs trade. Let me log into my premium account so I can do trades. We're going to run through three rounds. I feel like going all seven is a bit much. We'll maybe do a few of these leading up to the draft. But we got five picks in the first three rounds. So people worried about you know all these holes in our roster. You know, we, It's possible we could fill quite a few of them. I mean, I think when you draft a guy in the second round, he should be a starter. So you at least should be able to draft three starters. If you don't draft guys like Laquan Treadwell. Speaking of Laquan Treadwell, he was signed by the Atlanta Falcons today, which is bizarre because he sat unsigned for like three weeks during the NFL season. So not entirely sure why the Falcons felt they had to jump on that super quick. Falcons pretty sure now have like 11 players that were picked in the first round on their offense. So it's pretty bizarre, you know. Of course, I'm talking Treadwell, Ryan. You know. Yeah, let's go. Signed by the Falcons. All right, I'm running the simulation. We're uh, we're at just rolled into pick 22. Would you like to hear kind of who's available? Yeah, what do we got going on right now? So let's see here. At receiver, we're looking at the top three are off the board. You know, the three that everyone expects: Judy, Lamb, and Ruggs. Lamb and Rugg. So you got Chanel, Denzel Mims, T. Higgins, blah blah blah. Uh, offensive tackle, everyone's gone, but Josh Jones, my boy Urza Cleveland's there. So you're missing the top four guys. It's it's a typical draft network draft look so far, it looks like. No crazy guys fell. Uh, let me look at interior D-line. You know, Javon Kinlaw off the board. So you got Kinlaw's Hill Gallimore. off the board. How, how about Edge? Something I like Edge, to be looking at so is, is AJ Espineza is still available. I think he's a kind of a good Griffin replacement because he is a bigger, stronger. Like, he's definitely more of that run-stopping edge. I've even thought about what. How about, I wonder how he fills out his three tech. Well, I know we'd have to add a little more weight. Um, it would be interesting, even on like third downs, though, shifting him inside. Like I could see with Odenbo like, playing that, push yeah. the pocket a little bit. So, but also there you got Yudo Gross Matos. Uh, you know, further down, some of the guys we like. I think Curtis Weaver, Akora, but they're they're lower on this board, so you might be able to get yeah. them in the second round. Cornerbacks, corners. Uh, so the Auburn corner, Noah. How do you say his last name? Ibino Ganey? Wow, that sounds way off, but could be. I don't know. Uh, Trayvon Diggs. Let's talk about Diggs. Any chance we would draft Diggs? Any chance. Part Zero. of me thinks it would be kind of hilarious to draft Diggs. I'd love to. And then part of me is like they want nothing chance. to do with that guy because his brother was such kind of just, just I don't know. It's like, dude, you were a thousand-year receiver and you weren't happy, so calm down. Yep. But after that uh, – yeah, those are the two top ones. And then further down, I think the other guys you can get in the second round, Jalen Johnson, Cameron Dantzler, Damon Arrett. What do you think of A.J. Terrell? I see he's pretty high on their board here. I've never been a big fan of his. 
Yeah, I, I, I really haven't either. Um, I think a lot of people like them because of the logo on the helmet. Um, uh, uh-oh, hold but, on. So my mock just went away. Oh, boy. I, I just got an iPhone, so I don't really know what I'm doing on it. So now we got a problem here. Oh, fun stuff. So we'll do we'll just re-up it, and I'm sure it'll be very similar because every time I do one, it's very similar. Maybe someone will fall this time, though. Yeah, hopefully we can get Kinlaw. It's doing the weird stuff where it's, like, taking such stupid players. But we'll see who falls. We're going to get uh, Chedrick Wills, aren't we? Well, two was available this time. I can't, we can't. we got to redo that. Oh, is he? No, it's, I can just tell. When the first pick isn't Joe Burrow, I just get annoyed. It's it, always the worst. And we like, did three rounds? Yeah, three rounds. Are you running on yours? Yeah, I'm running one right now. Okay, why don't you run it? it? Well, Patrick Queen just went eight overall. Okay, mine's going Everything normal. else seems to be normal. Mine's very normal. I want one that we similar to what we just had. Okay, I think mine's fine. My I, Mine's actually pretty good. I've got uh, the safeties, McKinney and Delpit, uh, Epineza, Josh so Jones. So it's Gross similar to what we just had. Okay, perfect. Yeah, Neville Gallimore's there. Yeah. Um, so it's exactly what we just had, basically. Who do you have? Yeah. So safeties is McKinney. So who do we who do we like here? Who do you have at receiver uh, available? At, at receiver, you said? Top three are gone, I assume. Uh, yeah, Chenault, Denzel yeah. Mims, Higgins, like Rager. That. So um, where are you leaning initially? Court? Initially, I'm leaning. I, I'd like to get a corner. Um, I, I don't see one here available that I like. Is the uh, Auburn guy not there, Noah? No, Noah's still there, but I... I I, I like him. I'd I don't rather, know if I like him. I think I'd rather wait and get a guy in a second because he doesn't seem like that much better than. Yeah, those you know, guys. honestly, with Xavier McKinney there, I'm intrigued by that. Um, either him I, or Josh Jones. See, I, I'm going. I think you go tackle just because I feel like there's so many safeties you could get one later. And yeah, yep. I, Josh, Jones, Josh Jones, left tackle, off the board, slide reef in. Now you just have. Sania and Elfline playing a right guard. So, what, two picks later, we're back on the board? Yep, Jordan Love and LaVisca Chenault went. So, okay. you basically got the same board. Um, <coughs> I'm thinking here from here, is, who's you, who, what are your thoughts? I think, uh, like, Gallimore's a potential choice. Um, Gallimore or Noah. The taking the corner. Yeah. It's me personally. I like corner, but I just, again, I look at the, I just, I feel like if we take Neville Gallimore, like, so now Shamar Steffen's just like 5 million, just, but then I feel yeah. like corner's so much deeper in this class than three tech. Well, well how about uh, Yeter Gross Matos? As an, as an edge? Could use an edge. Yeah, I mean. It's not as big of a need, bo- though, as some of the other spots. He's got body and everything as, uh, no, no, but Daniel. like, I think he feels uh, Everson Griffin shoes pretty well. Yeah, which we can't really count on Adenable for sure to be able to do that. No. Um, so what do you want to take? What's your what's your inkling here? I think we can get a corner in the second round. So I think it's between Gallimore and Yers Gross Matos. I think yep. we take the edge guy. I think he's the probably the best player on the board. Probably yeah, and and so or or Epineza between the three. Oh, of them. Epineza, see, I would I would Epineza. take Epineza. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think with the option or the ability to potentially kick him inside, uh, yeah, I think that's I I, I kind of like that. Should we go with Epineza? Yeah, and in my mind, I'm flipping Daniel Hunter and Epineza. Epineza will play the more run heavy side, and 
Daniel Hunter can start peeling around linemen. Right on. So we took uh, tackle Josh Jones and then uh, AJ Epineza uh, right afterwards. Um, everything's going. So we definitely need a receiver and we need some corners. I think that's kind of the main thing. Because at this point right now, you got to consider that Anthony Harris is on our team. So yeah, that's, we really, that's, what, yeah, that's we really, what I'm assuming. So, yeah, we uh, mean, to me, it's corner or receiver here. Uh, second round. Uh, okay, so here's something. It, it, we won't do it right now. What are, what are your thoughts on maybe not extending Delvin Cook and maybe taking a running back here? If, like, Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins... Oh, uh, DeAndre Swift, one of those guys fall. I mean, I, I, if we're going to do that, I'd rather just draft a running back next year. And, like, obviously you're going to – it just seems like a waste for this year to draft a running back, have him, Madison, and Cook. I mean, basically Madison's not playing at that point, or the rookie's yeah. not playing. I, if you're not going to extend Cook, I would just – I feel like you could franchise take Cook for nothing next year. All the big contract guys are getting cut. Who's still got yeah. a big contract? Zeke. Yeah, Zeke, that's about it. Yeah, so at that point, to me, yeah, like I, I don't, I'm fine with the Cook extension. I'm fine with franchise taking him next year. If you're not going to have him next year, if you're just going to let him walk, I'd rather Madison and a rookie that year rather than burn a second-round pick here. Yeah, I, I, I can definitely see that. I, I'm just a big fan of J.K. Dobbins. Okay, um, okay. But, uh, all right, so available, we've got uh, – KJ Hamler, wide receiver, Penn State. Okay. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, like Michael him. Pittman Jr. Uh, those are kind of your top wide receivers. Chase Claypool. Um, then Who do you got? Have? Who do you got a corner? Cornerback. We've got Cam Dantzler, uh, Grapes and Gorak favorite. Uh, Damon Tilly, Arnett. Tilly ran super slow. Now he's a little bit less of a favorite. <laughs> Damon Arnett from Ohio State. Bryce Hall from Is Jalen Johnson on the board still? No, he Ooh, went like That's my two, guy. I, I'm starting to really come across uh, as a Jalen Johnson fan. He went 53 to the Eagles. One, two, three, four, five spots ahead of us. Yeah. See, at, at this point, I guess I don't know what else is available as far as like, I don't think I want to go D-line, obviously. Offensive line, I think we wait on. We already yeah, got Josh go, Jones. You could go safety with Duger or Jeremy Chin. See, I like both those guys, but at this point, I'm assuming we we have Harris, we have Smith. I'm not going to spend a second round pick on a safety. Although you do, if you only have Harris for one year, and Smith isn't the youngest guy, you are looking for the future. But I think at this point, I'm leaning Brandon Ayuk. I don't know where yep. you're at. Yep, I, I like Ayuk as well. I feel um, like he's very similar to Diggs, actually. Like he yeah, just the he, way he moves, the size he is, he just seems like a a, a very explosive player. Uh, I see a lot of Debo Samuel comps. Okay, I like that. I like that one. Give I really that. like yeah. that one. That kind of uh, I liked Ayuk a lot, kind of earlier. I think I kind of yeah. brought him up to you. You did. And then, and then lately, I, I don't know. Lately, I've seen a lot of like Debo Samuel comps. It's like, where the hell did this come from? <laughs> I don't really see it. But then again, I'm fine with it. Like, I'll take it. I'll take Debo. Yeah. So where are um, you at? You think uh, Ayuk or you think uh, Dantzler? I, feel I think like Ayuk. The, yeah, I, I kind of like that idea. I mean, we're we're going to wait on cornerback, but maybe grab two next round. We'll see. So are we taking yep. Ayuk? Yep, yep. We, we'll take Ayuk and then... Uh, 
So on offense, we filled the left tackle spot, which slid Reef inside to fill a guard spot. Why does your face look like that? Oh, I'm just looking at uh, <laughs> all these corners go. Oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, we got a receiver to fill the Diggs role, so we now have... I mean, he would be penciled in as the starter opposite Thielen. I mean, that offense yeah, is very so. good. Yep, if, Delvin if Cook, Irv Smith Jr., Kyle Rudolph, and then Brandon Ayuk and yeah. uh, Thielen. Uh, I mean, Thielen. that's pretty damn good. And you've now improved your left tackle. Your offensive line is better than last year. So Yep. Um, third, move to the third round. So, so far we have uh, Josh Jones, uh, Brandon Ayuk, and uh, what's his face? AJ uh, Espinosa. AJ Espinosa, yep. yep. Um, so now available, we got Jake Fromm, the quarterback. No interest. Could double dip on wide receiver with, uh, Chase Claypool, Van Jefferson, uh, cornerbacks. You've got Amik Robinson or Robertson from Louisiana Tech. You've got That guy Michael. had the best man, I believe it was the best PFF man grade. That at me, Robinson. The only problem is he's going against small schools. Yep. So it's like I, uh, you better have that because you're going against bad competition. Yes, but that also like I don't know. It, it, like you said, you better like you better. But he did. If you're gonna be uh, exactly, he did. Yeah. He uh he he shut a lot of people down. So uh, and then there's a guy who I'm really like coming strong on is uh Michael Ojemudia. Yeah, I like from him too. Yeah. Iowa. Uh, and that's that's kind of where I'd lean right now. Iowa, they produce David good DBs. Yeah, I would lean with the Iowa the Iowa kid over the over Robinson. And I don't think there's probably anything that sticks out. I don't think I want to double dip with those receivers. I think there's similar receivers we could get with our next pick or even in the fourth round. We're not going to go D line unless is there a really good three tech that fell? Like is anyone available? Ross Blacklock or Matabuke or. Just no. nobody, probably. Marlon Davidson, nothing. No, Marlon Davidson went even uh, before... Our last pick? Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't go three-tech. We're not going linebacker here. I think I think we got to take uh, the Iowa corner. Right. Michael Algemudia. Um We should have done a four-round mock. Um, well, we cut it at five. It'll be okay. We'll survive, Ryan. Yeah, we've got, we've got one more player left. So far, Jones, Epineza... Um, Ayuk and Ojemudia. I don't know why Draft Network just doesn't let you add another round. You know, like, I want to keep going. I guess we could have just done seven, you know, and just stop whenever we felt like it. Yeah, for next that's time. True. We'll remember that for next time. Yep. Uh, so now we, uh, third round, second to last pick in third round. Uh, Jake Fromm, again, quarterback still there. I know a lot oh, of Vikings he's still there, like huh? him. I'm yep. not. A, I'm not a big fan of, but I mean, I guess I, I wouldn't I, hate it. I'm a. I'm a fan of him, and like at this spot, I'm. I would be opposed. Yeah, end but, of the third is not terrible. I just. It, I just think his upside it, is basically Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins at like at at Jake Fromm's absolute like peak, like of great, like him hitting like you, a grand slam for him would be Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I don't, and you know, like I. Don't think I see Jake Fromm throwing for four thousand yards as many times in his career at best than Kirk Cousins has. Yeah, which is like three or four already. Um, but that Amik Robertson's still there. I think you got to double dip with him right there. Otherwise, um, like KJ Hill, 
Brian Edwards from South Carolina. I Big body. Like. I like him too. Yep. Uh, Courtney Davis from Texas A&M. Uh, Logan Stenberg from Kentucky. Little guard play. Nick Harris from Washington. Uh, guard still on the board. Um, I like, so you're saying the Jordan corner. El- yeah, or Jordan Elliott. Uh, three, tech. three tech. from Missouri yeah, still he, there. It's crazy. He always goes late in these draft network things, but he is a PFF like. They love him. They have him as in the first round, and they have him as he was their top-rated pass rushing three tech. So, but I, I still think after going with AJ Espinosa, I don't want to put any more into the defensive line in the first three rounds. So I still like the that corner from the was it Amik Robinson. He's still on the board yep. there. Yep, from LA Tech. Yeah, I feel like that's who I would go with at this yep, point. He, he's uh, we're picking at one hundred five, and he's the you know ninety eighth. Uh, okay. Player ranked on the board right now. So getting a little value. Yep. Uh, Jake Fromm's 87. Again, like, it, if we didn't extend Kirk, I'd be, like, not really having an argument, but I feel like me and you would be having a little back and forth right now well, between Robertson and Fromm. The funny thing with Kirk's extension is it's not really that much of an extension. I mean, he added two years, and the last year I'm pretty sure we can get out of for 10 million of dead space which is but it's 35 million of cap space because it's he has he put 45 million in that 20 i think it's 2022. 2022 yeah so it's like it's really this year next year and then we need to make a decision on kirk again so you could yeah. jake Fromm, and you could say jake you're gonna sit for two years but i'm not i'm not i'm not excited enough about jake Fromm to have him just be basically the quarterback of the future right off the bat Yep. Uh, maybe maybe if it's Jalen Hurts, I we'd have we'd have a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. Someone a little more upside. Yeah. Yeah. A little more exciting. Uh, but I think uh, it's either it's between Nick Harris, guard Washington, or Robertson uh, from LA Tech, the cornerback. And I think we both agree, take the corner. Let's take the corner. Now you have the Iowa corner, Robertson, Holton Hill, Mike Hughes, Chris Boyd. I mean, it's not. It's not what it was last year, but it's it's still. It, I mean, it's you're talented. I mean, that's two third round picks: Holton Hill, Mike Hughes, Chris Boyd, who showed a little something. Uh, if you want to go to the fourth round, I simmed to the fourth round of one. Okay, it's probably Perfect. generally the same players. So so far, we have our left tackle Josh Jones, defense and AJ Epinesa. We have a wide receiver Brandon Ayuk, and then two corners: one from Iowa that I don't know how to pronounce his name, and one from Louisiana Tech. Uh, where I don't know how to uh, pronounce his first name. <laughs> <laughs> so on this board in the fourth round, you have uh, receivers, Lynn Bowden, Colin Johnson, Tyler Johnson. We're picking at 132. Uh, and Devin Duvernay, I think he's, uh, was he Texas? Yeah, yeah Texas so. kid. Um, obviously, Tyler Johnson's a name people know. Almost every mock I see someone do, they grab him because he goes in the fourth round. Yep. Uh, offensive interior line, your guy uh, Nick Harris is gone. Not a ton of players there. What else we got available? Oh. And now I just did the same thing I did because I don't know how to use an iPhone. I swiped too far to the side and it went back a page. So, I, you know, in my opinion, we take Tyler Johnson there. Call it a day. Yep. Uh, Tyler Johnson <laughs> or uh, a wide receiver you didn't name, uh, Terry Cleveland. You a big fan of him? Florida. Okay. Yeah, how I fast does really like he run? Uh, I think he ran a four four five. Okay, honestly, like 
maybe with Ayuk, I would like Tyler Johnson. But if I'm looking for someone in those mid rounds, like I do like just going looking for speed, like because because yeah. we don't really have it. BC ain't fast, Thielen ain't fast, and not that Ayuk's super fast. He just seems like he's got that kind of like that wiggle more. Yeah. But yeah, yep. adding someone like Tyree, Tyree Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, out of Florida, you know, that's where they yeah. they breed those fast guys, but. It, it's just when you do Gotta these run from a gator. <laughs> when you do these mocks with us having five picks in those first three rounds, it is interesting how quickly like it gets cornerback positions. Is it is it perfectly solved and everything? No, but it's you got a lot of players now. Receiver, just adding Brandon Ayuk. Okay, I feel pretty comfortable going into the season with that. And you know yeah. maybe a maybe a, a low end vet like Philip Dorsett. Cool. Nope. Get a left tackle, and it makes our whole offensive line fine okay you know they're not it's not blowing the doors off anyone but it's just as good as it was last year so and then you you know you have that extra first you grab a random edge aj epineza if it's gross matos or kv on chase on or something yeah or even just swap out a cornerback for an edge guy later who's who falls yeah yeah there's i don't know five picks is a lot of damage the vikings can do to fill all these holes that everyone's freaking out about yeah there's so so many different ways you can fill the holes in this roster it's not like you know, yeah, there's some glaring needs, but there's, again, like, I, I named off roughly 10 guys at each position that I'd be happy with to yeah, fill these. That holes. could make it, like, go from a glaring need to just, okay, well, yeah, we should maybe look to grab one. Like, yep, or makes, it just makes it a bigger need next year, you know, where it's like, all right, need to draft a, a corner higher or yeah. another wide receiver higher, a guard higher. You know, it just, uh, I don't know. And it, Stop freaking out. The sky's not falling. Yeah, well, you know, we'll, we lost some, some mediocre defensive players, and we lost a really good receiver. You know, that's sort of what it is. Griffin, I think he's a very good player. Lost him, too. But shit happens, yeah. you know. You've got to fill it out. We got five picks in the first three rounds. You know, get some good players. And we have, what, one in the fourth or two in the fourth now? One in the fourth, I believe. We have 12 picks total. It's two in the fifth, one in the fourth. So we have eight picks in the first five rounds. Yeah, like, I mean, you sh- if, as long as you don't botch this whole draft, which Spielman really doesn't do. You should at least come out with three good players. Well, when I was saying when you were gone, like, you expect, like, your first and second round picks to come in and be starters basically right away. Well, we have yeah. two firsts and a second, so that's three starters that, in a normal year, you would expect your first and seconds to be starters. So, whether that's a receiver, a corner, and a, someone on the D-line, or offensive line, receiver, corner, like, you've got three spots. And then you have two-thirds... So you're getting two whacks at it to get a fourth starter, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure one will bust and they won't be good, but you're getting, like you even, said. yeah, your third-round picks nowadays, you're kind of expecting you to play a little. Yeah, especially if I feel like if they're offensive linemen. Like, you draft a guard in the in the third round, it's like, you get in there, dude. You're playing, you know? So well, Like the Titans did with Nate Davis, again, against yeah. uh, Pam, Kevin Pamphill or whatever. Like, they brought in this free agent, and then they're like, oh, Nate Davis in the third? Okay, well, you're going to battle for that yeah. starting spot. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, oh, look at that! You took over. Like, mm-hmm. The dude, the dude went to like Charlotte University. He wasn't a big name player. Exactly. Like you get a guy who can play in the third round. The guy can play. Well, and twelve picks. They're still free agents, and then that's not even counting. Like maybe Drew Samia is actually good, or maybe Chris Boyd is actually good. You know, like maybe or some of these maybe, guys. Uh, Aliudo. Yeah, maybe all maybe Udo. all Udo, maybe Udo and Samia both good. Yeah, maybe one of these. You know, we got Dylan Mitchell, Anthony Hollins, Alexander Hollins. God, I get that right every time. And then uh, who's the other? Guy? Davion Davis. Like maybe one of those guys can step up and be something. You know, it's. I know it's like kind of looking at everything in a little more positive light and optimistic, but 
I mean, when you go through Twitter for just 10 minutes, it's like, it's just, it's hard to read. I mean, you have to just, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm trying to think, who is the uh, other receiver that we drafted from? Our, Greg Childs. Greg Childs. <laughs> him and Jarius Wright. Jarius yep. Wright, I think he's a free agent. Bring him back. He is. He is. Uh, too bad we won't get to see any of that Teddy to Jarius magic all over again in Carolina. <sighs> Teddy at the, the Panthers. Was that on the last podcast or this podcast? last podcast that was i'm excited yeah. though i'm excited for teddy on the panthers let's go yeah yeah so is matt ryan the worst quarterback in the nfc south no i think tom brady is oh interesting i don't i mean i i feel like him and breeze are the two worst matt ryan still sucks too matt ryan sucks but you know what let me change my thought there i'm gonna go teddy one Easy. Yep. Easy and then I'm going to go, I'm going to go Brady two, actually. Breeze three, yep. Ryan four. Let's go that way. The thing is, like, I'm not, Breeze looked, I don't know, like that, some of those throws in our, in our game. I mean, I know he's, they just, Breeze and Brady both just seem to think they're, they're definitely past their peak and they're about real yeah, well, close. They're, they're real their close. Arms, their arm strength is gone. So it's just like, who can place the ball better? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who can like just use, you know, timing and anticipation better whereas like i'm just glad i don't have mike evans or chris godwin in fantasy oh i mean they had Jameis <laughs> winston last year i'm not i'm not concerned about chris yeah, at least he could throw deep yeah, he could throw 30 picks in a season you know what's hilarious is that like there's he was two... like number two quarterback in our dynasty league <laughs> well yeah because every fantasy league doesn't punish enough for fucking interceptions uh it's funny how there's like not enough teams for how many quarterbacks think they deserve a starting job like Andy yeah. Dalton, not going to get a starting job unless like the Patriots. Like, what's an open spot right now? You have the Patriots and the Chargers, and then like obviously the, theory, in theory the the Bengals, yep. the Dolphins, right? But Bengals is, is already taken basically with Burrow. Uh, yeah. Dolphins, someone's going to draft two, but they might not start him right away. So you could have like, but why would they not just roll back Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I'd roll back Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he I... played well. Like, there's no reason not to. And then, but then you have Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton. Um, I don't know if there's any. And obviously, there's gonna like Justin Herbert's gonna get picked by a team that's probably gonna want to start him. You'd think, unless they're gonna sit there and wait. Like, Jacoby Brissett. Brissett's just getting thrown to the turf, like to the, yeah. to, to the turf. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's weird. No one. Uh... Jameis Winston clearly thought he was gonna get a good contract. He's like, I'm gonna make some money. And it's Poor like, bastard. actually, nobody's interested in you because you're bad at football. Cam Newton. Like, remember Cam Newton, MVP? He got replaced by Teddy Bridgewater. He got replaced awesome. by him. And now they're like, all right, what do we do with this clown? Nick Foles. What do you think? Nick Foles to the oh Bears. God. What are they doing? That's what they went with? He got beat up by Gardner Minshew. Dude. Like, beat, I mean, I know he beat whatever, us in the championship. Whatever, whatever confidence... Was left of Trubisky went right out the door. Trubisky. Not only not only did we trade for Nick Foles, but we kicked the tires and had tried to make a serious run at Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, they were clearly looking for a quarterback to take Nick Foles' job. I mean, not Nick Foles' job, Trubisky's Trubisky's, job. Like they're done with him, which is actually it's somewhat smart because he's everyone can see he's bad. If you were going to cling for that for one more year, that would have just been such a waste. But I don't know. That's. Not, I'm not afraid of Nick Foles. It's bad news for Vikings fans. Yeah, that's beat, true. Because we beat, we beat, we would have beat Chicago in Soldier Field if Chase Daniels wasn't that quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Some of the throws he made were just 
Not very good, but better than what Trubisky can do. Trubisky's so bad. <laughs> so bad. Um, all right. Anyways, should we wrap it up there? I think that's probably a podcast. Hour 40 minutes, you know, a nice long one for the, the quarantine kids. Yeah, that's a lot longer. This went a lot, a lot longer and a lot smoother than I thought. Yeah, hopefully nothing breaks super soon. I guess if something does, I mean, what we, we got some cap space, you know, Harris trade maybe. Maybe we bring in, you know, rumors of Odell Beckham or Trent Williams. He's, this is the stuff I'm reading, you know. We're going we're gonna to get a star. All. Get them Can all. Can I get them all? If we, if we pull off a trade like that, we'll jump right back on another podcast, I guess, huh? Oh, yeah. This was super easy. We'll yeah. figure it out. No, we got it all down now. I think we got it down to a science. Right on. Um, but, yeah, I think that's I think that's it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up here. All right. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week.